What's up, fam? Welcome back to That's the Angle, hosted by your boy Bruce Allen, aka at the Bruce Allen on Instagram. Just had a subtle plug that one, like always. But um, guys, you know, it's the day, but well, not the day. It's it's the Monday after, the Tuesday after my my photography exhibition, uh, which was last Friday, so about three days ago. And on the last podcast, I was talking about. Uh, it from the perspective of the day before. So it was Thursday. I just got the prints. Uh, I was driving back to meet up with my friend to frame all the prints. And uh, yeah, it was it was pretty much the day before. So now I'm gonna update you guys, let you know what happened, what hasn't happened, did it even happen? Uh, in all the excitement of the event. I mean, of course it happened or else I wouldn't be talking about it, right? Or I guess I would, but it would just be a lot sadder. So guys, last where we left off, it was Thursday, the day before the event, and I had all the pictures printed. I just needed to go buy frames, and I needed to frame everything. So uh, me and my buddy Sharif, who's been helping me out with this thing the entire time, he he met up with me at my house. Then we went... Actually, hold on. Let me not skip an important part. He met up with me at my house, and then we were looking at the photos and trying to plan it all out, and that's when it hit me. It hit me that... I have no idea how to frame a photo. And I also realized that it's probably a lot harder to do than I realized. So I went on YouTube and I looked up how to frame a photo and he started talking about this whole idea of the matting. And the matting is the space in a photo between the photo and the frame. You know, like that white border. Well, it turns out that if you want to get that perfectly clean white border that you need like a $25,000 machine, that was something I found out later in the process. So it's about seven o'clock and me and Sharif, or I realized that I'm fucked, that I have no idea how to frame the photos or where I'm going to get matting or what I'm going to do. Then all of a sudden Sharif goes, hey, I know a guy. I said, you know a guy? He goes, yeah, uh, I, there's this guy I worked for in the mall uh, when, back in high school who owned a print and frame store in the mall. And I said, okay. He said, yeah, you should give him a call. I said, sure. So I gave the guy a call. And the guy basically told me I was fucked. And I, so I asked him if, if I, he knew of anyone that could help me in a pinch. And he said, he made me wait. He said, let me, let me, let me see real quick. So he takes up the phone and he goes, you know what? He goes, you're my, he's like, he goes, you're my customer. I have to help you. And I was like, what? He's like, he's like, okay. And he was like, he's like, I was about to walk out the door because I'm setting up my new location. He's like, the spot hasn't even opened yet, but he's like, I'm setting up. He said, he said, all right, come over, bring what you have. And I said, okay. So me and Sharif, we haven't even gone to Ikea at this point. So we ran to Ikea, got the frames. Then we went to John's uh, print and frame store in the mall. And so when we got there, like the store wasn't even opened yet. He had paper in the windows and he set up this insane $25,000 machine just to help me with the mats. Cause that was what really we need help with. So we get there, we get there and John goes, you know what, these are actually the wrong size frames. I said, what? He goes, yeah, he goes, these are actually the wrong size frames. You're gonna want frames a little bigger. Otherwise, you know, you want frames bigger. That way the matting can be a little bigger and it'll just look a whole lot better. So we got there. He told us we were even more fucked than we were because we got the wrong frames. But he was willing to help me, which is the most amazing part was the humanity that came out of him. Like the fact that he helped, helped me 24 hours before my event when most people, it takes two weeks to get this stuff done was just insane, it was incredible. So he looks at me in the face, he goes, all right, go buy the right frames, 
come back here at 10 a.m. with all the prints. I said, all right. So me and Sharif went to Ikea. We bought, the, we bought the, I bought bigger frames, which meant they were just more expensive, which really fucking sucked. And then I uh, went home uh, and just got everything ready. My friend Chuck came over. We went to Walmart, tried to get some last minute things, got everything ready. So that when the day comes, I would be ready uh, with everything. So uh, fast forward to the Friday, the morning of the show. It's 10 a.m. I'm meeting John at his place, uh, at his store, and we're, we get to work. We start cutting. He starts cutting mats with that crazy expensive machine that just makes no sense. But, you know, the machine cuts like these cardboard mats perfectly for you to your size. And then he actually taught me how to frame a photo. So I sat there and I literally framed like 28 photos all by myself. And he taught me the right way that he does it. And I, it took me about five minutes each to frame a photo. And I'll tell you what, I got real good at framing a photo, laying the mat, placing it in there and everything. I took about two hours. So I do that. John pretty much tells me that we're friends for life, which is true at this point because of how hard he helped me. So I'm going to be sure to visit him this week and say what's up. I told him I'd help him with something. So, uh... Now it's I got so now picture this. Me and John went to work for two hours. I got all the all the all the frames print all the prints framed in my car, ready to go, ready to be hung. Uh, I meet up with Sharif. We we pack everything up and we head to the venue. And we get to the venue, and we realize that the venue did absolutely fucking nothing to help us out with this, which I didn't expect them to. So. So me and Sharif, literally, we just get to work. We don't even eat. I had eaten nothing at this point. We literally get to work. We start moving just giant pieces of plywood because the people were there before us or people were there normally are like building exhibits for Burning Man. So we start moving plywood. We're sweating. It. We start sweeping. It's dusty. You know, we, we just start putting on work and we clear off this whole side of this wall at a warehouse. That took about an hour and then we, we still couldn't eat. And so we, went, we literally went and... Uh, just started hanging the frames and we started hanging the frames i mean we hung 28 frames in like two hours literally we got done at 7 30 30 minutes before the show i don't even have a bar stocked luckily my bartender gets there we went to the store we grab a we grab a couple cases of cheap ass beer grab some big jugs of cheap ass wine we set up the bar i give her a bank i got the mobile stripe payment set up i'm good we are looking good. I guys, I could not believe it at this point. We I actually pulled it off. I have everything hung. It looks amazing. I got the bar set up. Everyone's coming. I mean, guys, at this point at this moment, I cannot believe I pulled it off. And I I probably won't share this little tidbit with most people, but because you're my podcast listeners, I'll share you this this exclusive nugget. Literally the Wednesday before all of this, so what I was just describing on a Friday, the Wednesday before this, two days before, uh, me and Sharif had went to check out the venue and we knocked on the door and the people there had no idea we were having an ex- exhibition on Friday, right? That's pretty fucking nuts, right? Two days before and they had no idea. Uh, turns out the people who were running the joint uh, had switched ownership and then when it switched ownership, they didn't tell them that uh, I was having an exhibition. So on that Wednesday, I literally had to convince them into combining their open mic with my photography exhibition thankfully it worked or else on friday we would not be where it is so let's flash back to friday or flash forward to friday and everything's hung everything's ready to go i get changed it's eight o'clock boom showtime you know subtle walking in people walking in everything is going great 
without a hitch. Some of my family comes, friends are rolling in. I mean, guys, this was a vibe. The place was decked out. There were some people doing open mic, doing their thing in open mic. I had my photography exhibition in the back. Guys, I never felt so happy in my life. Like, seeing all this work that I've never shared with anyone on these walls and, uh, you know, people just coming in and enjoy it. I mean, the party was rolling. People, the drinks were flowing. The smoke was in the air. <laughs> I mean, it was really good. It felt really good to people to see my work and just be impressed and to, you know, feel like they're really witnessing something. It was a vibe. It was such a vibe. So 10 o'clock rolls around. And this thing is in full swing. I got the DJ setting up in the corner. They're literally setting up their PA speakers on shopping carts. It looks so sick. I got friends rolling in. The, the, the vibe is lifting even more. I mean, there's more and more people coming in. Like, it, it is just hitting this critical mass moment where it's just so fun and so epic. And then it happens. 11 o'clock comes through. And it is at maximum turn up. I had told people that the turn up was going to happen at 11. The DJs were going to start playing. The DJs are ready to spin, get the speakers going. And I'm selling alcohol. It's flowing. And next thing you know, the organizer of the event tells me that the ABC cops are here. And that we're going to have to stop selling alcohol. So I said, okay, that kind of sucks. In my mind, I'm thinking that kind of sucks. This is where I'm making all my money. So we hid the alcohol in the back to protect against the ABC cops. Now remember guys, this is an underground photography exhibition that uh, was not really supposed to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a photography exhibition that I willed into existence. And it was super underground. So, you know, I guess these were some of the early consequences. So, ABC cops come, and literally when the party is getting good, when it's at its best, all the hotties, all the girlies are rolling through in the booty shorts. They're getting drinks. The cops shut it down. I know, guys. I know. It's literally 1110, and the cops and the ABC cops come, and they shut it. They shut the shit down. No one is happy about this shit. I I mean, honestly, I wasn't that upset because I got three hours of the best moments of my life. I felt like it was a success having all these people come out and see my work. Uh, but it ended at 11. It was supposed to go till 2 a.m., guys. I'm so fucking pissed about this. But it ended early. I mean, literally a week's worth of work. I mean, longer than that. Just think about the photos. Worth of work, hung, all this stuff for three hours. I mean, in hindsight, it sounds pretty shitty, but the amount of people that I managed to come out was insane. Like, this venue had never seen such a popping event. So, literally, uh, I couldn't have asked for a better turnout. You know, it, it gets shut down early, which really freaking sucks. So, I mean, what can you do? So I guess in the end, my art show got shut down by the cops. The cops busted my art show. I can't believe that. It really sucked. And I feel like it was cut short, so I really want to do another one. And to be honest, I feel like I was really inspiring tons of people to do their own, own, own thing. I think people really saw that it was just me who put this thing together. And, uh, and, it fit, and people felt like it was very approachable. So I'm really happy about that. I'm glad I could inspire, but... I want to keep doing events. That was so invigorating for me. It was so fun. I had such a good time, so I couldn't ask for a better turnout. Uh, so yeah, guys, that is how it went. It ultimately got, an art show got busted by the cops, which makes no goddamn sense. I don't even know how the ABC cops even heard about the thing. Like, who has time to bust an art show? That's so fucking stupid. Like, don't y'all got better things to do than bust an art show? So... Uh, 
you know, that's that. It got busted. So now here we are on Tuesday, and you know, I'm I got all the energy, the motivation back. You know, I'm still working. I got clients to serve and shit. But I felt like I really, you know, started uh, a ripple of creative events in D.C. I mean, that event was something that I've never seen in D.C. before, so that's why I did it. And uh, it just felt so good, man. It felt so good. So I definitely want to do another one. That's going to come soon. And so, yeah, that's, that's, that's how it ended. Who else can say that their photography exhibition has gotten busted? <laughs> uh, it's not good. I mean, who else can say that? So I had fun. Uh, I'm actually on my way now to talk to the people who hosted the event at that Veni space. Um, they want to have a talk with me. I, I don't know if it's good or bad. I mean, I don't think they've ever seen an event that good. So I think they want to do something else with me. We'll find out. But guys, I don't want to talk for too long. I just want to share with you the experience of how my art show got, how my photography exhibition got busted by the cops. I wish there was something else I could do, guys. I wish there was, I really wish there was something else I could do. Um, but the next one I'm going to do legit. It's going to be sick. It's going to be at an even better venue that won't get busted. And that's all I could ask for. So, guys, that's it. And that's the angle on Bruce Allen's first photography exhibition. I hope you enjoyed. Hope you learned something. Let me know what you think. Peace.